You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. Imagine a world where your money was just on autopilot, where things just happen. Your budget was in sync, your saving was in sync, money was going into retirement. Like life was pretty good, right? You were barely doing some of the legwork with your finances, but you were still involved because being involved is still super important to the money process. I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking, how do you put your money on autopilot? And I'm going to answer a few other Ask Shauna questions that have come up that inquiring minds really want to know the answer to. 
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. Hey, this episode of Millennial Money is brought to you by Lincoln. Stay tuned to hear more about the new, well-connected 2019 Lincoln MKC. Now on to the podcast episode. I love doing these Ask Shauna episodes, I think because there's so many incredible questions that you have, and I love that you make me think about money sometimes in a different way or try to figure out maybe a different way to propose some solutions or some ideas. I mean, I was just talking about this to somebody earlier today that we're like just on the border of 500 episodes, which is absolutely crazy to me. And they were asking me, you know, how do I come up with all these topics? And I think I said this last podcast episode, I have no idea how I come up with these topics. They just kind of fall into my lap. But when you send in a question, it's so awesome because a lot of times those questions then help me think a little bit different about money and help me position an episode. So we've got three that we're going to tackle today. And I normally like to tackle a question in each episode, but sometimes I think it's fun just to batch up these questions. So we have a whole episode that is dedicated 100% to you. And I know that there are so many other people listening to these episodes, to these questions. And my hope is that at least one of these questions touches you in some way and you can maybe just gleam a little bit of information that you can apply in your own life or in your own situation. And hopefully it makes you feel a little bit better about your finances at the end because oh, that's just kind of my goal in life. So the first question actually came over Instagram, which is super fun. If you want to send me a DM on Instagram with a question, I would love to get it that way. You can just find me at Shauna Game, S-H-A-N-N-A-H, G-A-M-E. I know it's a, it's a tough spelling. My parents needed seven letters starting with an S. And so somehow they came up with Shauna. There's really no other science strategy behind it. I believe that my aunt came up with the name. And I think if I remember correctly, she said it meant something like fierce lion in the jungle, which I think is really funny. And look, even if it's totally made up, I'm sort of excited by that. I I kind of like that name. I kind of like that, that, uh, you know, that definition behind it. I'll be a fierce lion in the jungle. I'm not always fierce, but I try to be. I really do. Anyway, back to the question. So, hey, Shauna, still listening to the podcast, and I love it. Are there any goals in the future to make a podcast on how we can use technology to improve our finances? Maybe run our finances on autopilot? As someone who loves finance and tech and likes to use tech to make my life easy, I'd love to see how to incorporate it into your financial lifestyle. I know you've covered similar things to this with apps, and I always found them really enjoyable. This is a great question. I love the idea of thinking about, especially with technology and the way technology is helping us, sometimes hurting us, but but more or less helping us think about our money in a different way and really put it on that autopilot status. And when I was thinking about this, I thought, okay, what are some of the things that I really want to share with you? And also some of the things that I also want you to think about maybe why you wouldn't want your money on complete autopilot. And I think for most of us, 
there's a good balance between autopilot and manual. And I think pretty much across the board, that is going to apply to most people. I'm certainly that way. There's a lot of things that I just like to do on my own. I like to create my own list or write out my own expenses or go through some of the exercises that I talk about on this podcast a lot myself. And I can't really do that with an app. And sometimes I get in these, I guess, like frame of mind where I get tired of using an app. I get tired of looking at the screen and and trying to figure it out and I can't see everything and it gets frustrated. And there's other times where I love the apps and the apps help me refocus. They help me figure out areas where I can be better with my money. So you might be totally a tech person or you might be on the other end of the spectrum where you're just a manual person. So I think the whole moral of everything is you have to figure out what works best for you. And if tech overwhelms you, if the idea of putting another app on your phone is something that makes you want to curl up in the corner and vomit, (laughs) please don't do that. Please stick with manual. These are just suggestions. And then I think another thing to think about when I was thinking about this question is, and I've thrown out this, it's not really like a secret because I think everybody knows about it, but I've thrown out this idea in four or five different articles that I've been quoted in lately. And I come back to it because even I lose my way. But the idea of scheduling a money date or time with yourself, time with your partner, time with your cat or your dog, whoever in your life you talk to about money and share expenses with is a must. And calendaring out just a small amount of time every week. So for me, it's Sunday afternoons. And I calendar out a half hour time period where I go over my finances, we go over them together, we look at what's coming up, we look at the goals, we just really dial in. And you know what? It doesn't even take a full half hour. It usually takes between 15 to 20 minutes. And the rest of the time we're talking about silly stuff or we're dreaming about things or I, you know, it's it's just, it's fun time for us. And so it really turns into less of a chore and like more of a, like a true date because we always have a beverage involved <laughs> and a snack. And it's always now, uh, you know, before football time and after we've had maybe, you know, something fun that we've done on a Sunday. So we put it in a time slot that is, it, it's, It's good for us. It makes sense for us. And there's going to be different times for you throughout the week. And so you got to find that time slot that makes sense for you. But you really, you don't need more than like a half hour to do this. Honestly, you might not even need a half hour. So just a few things to think about before we we dive into this. You got to know yourself and you got to experiment a bit. So maybe try some apps, maybe try some things on autopilot. If those things aren't working, maybe take them off auto- autopilot and and try the manual way yourself first or second or third or whatever, you know, it took me quite a long time to dial in a strategy that works for me, and I know that that's the same with everybody else that I've worked with. So let's talk about budget. How do we put our budget on autopilot? Well, we're definitely going to look at some apps. So two of my favorites 
that I talk about all the time in nauseam that you're probably sick of hearing about, but they're still my favorite apps is Clarity Money and You Need a Budget. With You Need a Budget, you do have to do some manual lifting. So you can't just put in your bank account, put in your credit cards and just let the sucker run. You actually have to spend some time in it and pay attention to what's going on. But those are two of my favorites to really get a sense of where your money is going. And in fact, I use them together every month because Clarity Money is good visually. It visually helps you figure out ways to save money. It visually helps you figure out where you're spending your money. And You Need a Budget is more like just a robust budgeting tool where you can set goals and you can figure out how to allocate all of your money so that it's working for you every single month. Now, if you're self-employed, you have a side hustle, you run a business, I love FreshBooks to manage my business expenses as well. And the reason why I love it is because it auto-populates into categories and I can use the app to snap a picture of any expense. This is so helpful when we travel because we are notorious for I'm not going to say losing, (laughs) I'm going to say misplacing certain receipts that we inevitably need later. In fact, we just had the situation. We just went to Indianapolis and we rented a car literally for like two days to drive from Indianapolis to South Bend, Indiana, because my family has had Notre Dame season tickets for 45 years, I think. And if you know anything about college football, you know that Notre Dame has this like mystique and this legacy, and it is like an experience. And I've never been to a game with my parents. So we were in the area, we all were in the area, ironically. And so we went to this, the kickoff game of the college football season against Michigan. Sorry, any Michigan fans, if you're listening, sorry, we won, you didn't. Thank God that worked out in our favor. (laughs) Anyway, so we rented a car to drive and um, we rented it online. We used Costco, which I use all the time. Seriously, if you have a Costco membership, their travel discounts for car rentals are bar none the best I've ever found. I can usually beat anybody else's rate with the Costco rate. It just is like a no fail approach for me. Anyway, so we rented this car. And we rented it in Indianapolis and we returned it in Chicago at the airport. And they gave us a receipt. Of course, we have all these bags and I just shoved the receipt somewhere and I don't know where it went. So then I was looking at my credit card bill and I was like, wait a minute, they charged $180 for gas? It was insane. I mean, how do you even put $180 in a car? You can't. It's it's impossible. And so I called them and they said, okay, well, you have to send us the receipt that you actually purchased gas, which we had purchased gas, but of course we couldn't find that stupid receipt either. So I went on, you know, my ATM, I, you know, basically took out all the other charges, just put that one there so I could prove that we actually did put gas in the car. Long story short, of course, we got the money refunded to us. But the moral of the story is, had I not looked, we would have been screwed. We would have been out 180 some on stupid dollars had I not actually been diligent with looking, A, but B, of course, having the receipt. So my whole point is it's awesome when you find an app that you can take a picture of the receipt because then if you are forgetful, you've got it right there. So savings, we move from budget to savings. 
Uh, we've talked about acorns on the podcast. I like acorns a lot because they're doing some really cool things, but you can also invest your savings. So if you're new to investing, acorns is like a really good way, or even stash you may have heard of to kind of like dip your toes in the water and get started. Also thinking about like a high yield savings account where we can auto debit directly from your bank account into your high yield savings account. Beautiful, love them. Um, Ally Bank, Capital One Three Sixty. You've got Synchrony. You've got Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Uh, Discover has one. American Express has them. The whole idea is that you're just earning more interest for your money, and more money is a good thing. <laughs> we want more money for our money, so that's a great way to put your money on auto on autopilot. Is just to auto debit. So I guess autopilot equals auto debit, and you're just funding your savings each month. Then we, of course, we go into like retirement accounts. We've got like a Roth IRA or a regular IRA that we can auto debit as well each month. And, you know, our savings goal, our ultimate savings goal is 20% per month of our take-home pay, which also includes any employer match that is going into our 401k. That may seem like a lot of money. 20% might seem like a really big number to you right now. And you may be in a life stage where you're like, Shauna, that's not even humanly possible for me. I can maybe save 1%. Great. Put that 1% on auto debit, automatically put that into your retirement, just something, commit to something on this autopilot system so that your money is growing, your money is working for you and not against you. You can also use robo-advisors if you want to invest in a Roth IRA or IRA, places like Betterment, you may have heard of them a lot. For my female listeners, there's Elevest or traditional companies like Vanguard, Fidelity, all of those you can set up accounts and you can auto-debit from your bank account and you can really put this on autopilot. Now, with that said, you still got to be looking at where your money's going. Is your money growing? Is it invested in the right places? Is it matching your risk tolerance? All of these things you have to stay on top of. Even if you have everything on autopilot, you still got to have some awareness of what's going on with your money. That's where these weekly money dates come in hand because you can have everything on autopilot, but then you can also do the check-in so that you're being smart. I talk about Bloom all the time. That's Bloom with three O's. They're a great way to help you put your 401k on autopilot, help you get rid of, you know, these silly, crazy expenses that may be lurking in your 401k. And ultimately, they help you boost your return. So a great way to put your 401k on autopilot. It's kind of like it's already on autopilot if you're deducting a percentage, but Bloom helps you make sure that you're maximizing that amount that's on autopilot. Hope that makes sense. For bills, of course, you can put bills on auto pay with your bank account. Um, there's even an online bank I wanted to talk about quickly. It's called Simple, and I really like them. I think they're a good solution. I don't use them, but I know a lot of people that do use them, and I've spent some time looking into them. But you can essentially budget, save, and set goals with a bank account all wrapped into one. So I think that's a great option for somebody who's looking for like a really simplistic way to kind of bundle this all together. I would definitely look at simple. And, you know, just don't sit back with things on autopilot. Check in at least once a month, if not every week. If you can't do every week, totally fine. I get it. Cool. I'm going to let you off the hook. 
but once a month, you really owe it to yourself. And it's funny, I get pushback a lot when I talk about this because the common thing is to be like, well, I don't really want to check in with my money. But I mean, why are you working? Why are you even earning money if you don't care to actually look in on your money? It seems crazy to me. And I was the person who years ago would never look at my ATM receipt. I hated it. I would get an ATM receipt and I would turn it into origami or I would fold it up, put it in my wallet. And I had this entire stack of ATM receipts that I never looked at because I had this crazy thing about looking at numbers. And it was never that I didn't have money in my account. It was just, I didn't like to look at the numbers. So don't be like me then, be like the me now. (laughs) Who knows how powerful it is to check in on things even when you don't feel great about what's in your bank account. Okay, friend, I wanna know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this, they release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, 
ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy, workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. What if a vehicle could actually read the road ahead? Introducing the well-connected 2019 Lincoln MKZ with a suite of social tech, including Waze integration so seamless, the map appears right on the screen. You'll get real-time updates to avoid traffic jams, accidents, and hazards directly from your Lincoln's nav screen. Learn more at Lincoln.com slash Wondery. Available via iPhone with Sync 3 with software version 3.0. Commands may vary by phone and app link software. Don't drive while distracted. Use voice-operated systems when possible. Don't use handheld devices when driving. iPhone is a trademark of Apple Inc. registered in the U.S. and other countries. Phew, that, okay, that was a doozy of a question. So let's move on to the next question from Karina. Karina says, I'm already thinking ahead for tax season and had a question about hiring a CPA. I never had, but I'm starting to think that it might make sense this tax season. It might make it a lot easier. How do you recommend I look for one? I don't even know where to start. I started through Yelp this past year and found shady people or people who are charging tons of dollars. Ultimately ended up going through H&R Block online and I wasn't super helpful. Any advice is greatly appreciated. This is a great question. Of course, it's never too early to talk about tax time. And I'm going to bore you to death at the beginning of next year with a lot of different things 
about taxes that I think you should be thinking about, but this is a great question because I think it's never too early to think about it. And if you want to just say womp womp now, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like it. Who likes taxes? I don't like taxes, but we got to talk about this stuff. So I think a great way of thinking about this is a CPA or an accountant can definitely help you in a lot of ways. They can help you make sure that you're maximizing your deductions, which means more money for you. They can help you figure out whether you're saving enough money in your 401k, and they can help you figure out if you're claiming enough exemptions or maybe even too many. So basically, they're just they're helping you dial in your taxes. And I would say for everybody, even if you only do this one or two times in your life, it's worth the expense because of the value that a good, a good, I'm putting that in air quotes, a good CPA can bring you. You will pay a higher fee for a CPA than you will through using online taxes. There's just no way around it. But again, it could be worth it, especially if you've gone through any big milestone in life. Like maybe you've bought a house, you're having a baby, you're getting married, maybe even divorce. Whatever milestone or big life stage you're going through, that usually signifies that it might be a great time to look for a CPA. And there isn't like a great place that I can recommend to you. You can look for recommendations. I think the best place is start with your friends and family who use a CPA already. See who they know, see what they like, interview those CPAs, find one that fits for you. And also I would say, look, if there are any CPAs listening on this podcast, send me an email so I can make sure and refer you to those of us who are listening who are looking for a fellow millennial money podcaster who is a CPA. I also found this service on LinkedIn. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It it says it recommends CPAs in your area. And I used it for Los Angeles and, you know, they pulled up some pretty good people. So I think that might be a great resource for you. And I also know that H&R Block, they do have offices with professionals that you can meet with face-to-face. So that's another thing to think about. And lastly, interestingly enough, the IRS website also has a good listing of professionals and some guidelines to help you choose someone. So I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. They're just some things for you to think about. But my best advice is, in general, try to interview at least two, if not three people so that you get a feel for like who these people are, what type of clients do they have? What are their fees? Is it going to be worth it for you? How they can help you? Ask them questions. Don't just take what they're giving you. This is your money. This is the service that you need. So ask a lot of questions and, you know, find someone that you feel like you can really get a good relationship with that you can trust, that you can feel comfy handing over your taxes to this person. Okay, we're we're through the taxes. (laughs) Thanks for hanging in there. I had to put that question in the middle so that we didn't all fall off. So this is another question I got over Instagram. And uh, it's from Corey. And Corey says, Hey, Shauna, first, I'd like to say I love the podcast. It helped me a lot in the past. So thank you for that. I'm actually here because I have a question. About a month ago, I walked out on my last job. I started my new job that same day. With that said, I went from $14.25 an hour, 60 plus hours each week, all the way down to $10 an hour, 40 hours a week. 
Then I was blindsided by having to move. I had to use up all my savings. I'm just looking for the best way to rebuild my savings. That's a great question because I think we all can relate to that. We've all been at different points in time where maybe we had to make a career change and maybe it was unexpected. Maybe the move situation came in. We had to move. Maybe we wanted to move to be around a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And suddenly we looked at our savings account and we didn't like the numbers that were in there or they were completely vaporized. The numbers just went away. And it's always hard. I, I have this trouble too. Whenever I have to dip into my savings, I'm like, oh, I know it's there for me to dip into, but <laughs> okay, we're going back to my crazy thing about numbers, but I I don't like to see numbers go lower. It's really, I have this this hang up. It's, it's crazy because obviously this is what I'm called to do in life, but uh, it's tricky with my own numbers. So I like to be honest with that because I think a lot of you maybe can relate to that. So I think there's, you know, there's a lot, that you had happened to you in a short period of time. So I could see how your savings has evaporated. But I also love that you're thinking about it and you're trying to figure out ways to rebuild it because a lot of people don't get to that stage. They just sort of spend the time wallowing in, I don't have money and you know, then nothing happens there. So some of the things to think about, I think start with a goal in mind first of how much you actually want to save and how much you can save per month. It will really help you stay on track. And I think one of the most important things is just to make it realistic. If your number is like, well, I would really like to have saved $10,000, but you know $10,000 is going to take you a long time, and that's not realistic, make it something lower. Make it $1,000 or $500, something that is is going to be more motivating for you and where you're going to be able to achieve that goal. And then you're like, okay, well, I can set another goal from here. But having that goal in mind, it it helps you figure out or frame different, maybe it's like modifications or alterations in your spending. Maybe you think about getting a side hustle or something else where you can bring in extra money in a short period of time. And, you know, I wish there was a better secret to share. But really, the whole secret is it just comes down to, A, I either lower my expenses, or B, I increase my income. And both of those choices are good and not good (laughs) all in one. So I, I think keeping an eye on your expenses each week, although it sounds boring and mundane, and you're like, of course, I know that. But Most of us don't do that, but keeping your eye on your expenses each week, it's one of the best tips. It doesn't sound fun, but it can help you literally find money in your bank account. And I say this so many times, but I know that it is powerful and that it can positively happen in anybody's bank account. When I had negative numbers in my bank account, I was able to find money only because I was looking at this every single week and I was making calculated choices. And even if some weeks it was only $5 that I could find that I could save, it was still money and it was powerful and it was empowering to me because I felt like I had some sort of control over this, that everything wasn't out of control. Again, go back to the side hustle. Can you get a side hustle for a short period of time just to boost up your savings or can you work overtime? 
what are the options that are available with what you've got right now, with the job you've got right now? And if it, it doesn't present itself in the job you've got, okay, are there any other options with now you've freed up some extra time? Can you do some sort of side hustle just to boost up your savings? You have to do it forever, just in the short term period of time. And the apps that we've already talked about, like Clarity Money, it's a great one to help you figure out ways that you can save money on your monthly bills to carve out savings. So they look at the bills that you're paying each month, like your utilities, your phone bill, things like that. And they help you figure out if there are better alternatives for you. And then they'll let you know what that difference in price each month will be. So if you start carving out money in all of these different ways before you know it, you can rebuild or at least start to build your savings back up. And utilities is like the sneaky place that we don't normally think about. Why would we need to think about our utilities that we could even save money with our utilities? But it's one place where savings could be lurking. And I say this because I talk about this all the time, this negotiation thing. I do it at least once a year where I call literally every single bill company that we have and try to figure out, are we on the best plan? Is there a better plan? Is there a way maybe I could bundle things and save money? Like, What am I missing? And every time I do this, we save money. Sometimes it's a lot of money. Sometimes it's 50 plus dollars a month. Sometimes it's a smaller amount, like a couple of dollars a month. But it always feels like a win because if we're thinking about our money differently, more money is more money is more money. And if, if we do that in a lot of different places, that suddenly starts to add up and you can get to a place where you've suddenly freed up a, a, a you know a fairly large amount of money each month just because you're asking questions and you're actively engaged in your finances. So these were three amazing questions. If you have a question, please feel free. There's a link in the show notes. Always, you can directly go over to my website, enter in a question. You can be sure to tell me if you don't want me to say your name at all. If you don't want me to say certain details, you can let me know. I'm happy to deliver the questions however you want them delivered. But I think this is fun. This is fun to answer these questions and to know that other people that are listening to this podcast are going through maybe the same things in life that you're going through. And I don't know about you, but that makes it fun for me. It makes me feel like we're all on this together. We're not, you know, just on this solo island trying to figure out what in the world to do with our money so that we can actually live the life that we want to live. And that's what makes doing this podcast super, super fun for me. Big thanks again to Lincoln for sponsoring this episode of Millennial Money Podcast. Want to learn more about the awesome Well-Connected 2019 Lincoln MKC? I bet you do. Head on over to lincoln.com slash Wondery and join us back here next Tuesday for a fresh episode of Millennial Money Podcast. Money.